0: Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to Live Law's special series on the 100 Crucial judgments delivered by the Supreme Court in 2023. I am Urvashi Chauhan, your host, bringing you part two of this special series. Let us continue to explore the landmark rulings and uncover the profound impact they have on our legal landscape. In an important clarification, the Supreme Court in the case of Union of India and others versus Parshottam Das held that high courts can entertain challenges to orders passed by Armed Forces Tribunal. With this, the court overruled its decision in Union of India and others versus Major General Srikant Sharma, which barred the exercise of jurisdiction under Article 226 of the Constitution of India in cases assailing orders passed by the Armed Forces Tribunal. The bench in the matter comprised Justices S.K. Call, A.S. Oak and B.V. B. Nagratna. In another significant verdict, in the case of State Bank of India versus Rajesh Agarwal, the Supreme Court bench comprising CGI Chandra Chandrachud and Justice Hima Kohli held that borrowers must be heard before their accounts are classified as fraud. The court held that the principles of Audi Alterum Partum must be read into the circular issued by the Reserve Bank of India on the classification of bank accounts as fraud accounts. In the case of Enforcement Directorate versus Kapal Vadavan, while answering a reference on a significant point of law, the Supreme Court held that the day of remand is to be included for considering a claim for default bail. An accused becomes entitled to default bail if the charge sheet is not filed by 61st or the 91st day of the remand, the bench stated. Holding so, the bench dismissed the appeal filed by the Enforcement Directorate, challenging the default bail granted to former DHFL promoters Kapil Wadwan and Dheeraj Wadwan in the Yes Bank case. The bench delivering the judgment comprised Justices K.M. Joseph, B.V. Nagratna and Rishikesh Roy. In an interesting turn of events in the case of Narayan Chetan Ram Chaudhary versus State of Maharashtra, the Supreme Court bench of Justices K.M. Joseph, Anirudh Bose and Rishikesh Roy released a death row convict upon finding that even though he was a juvenile at the time of the commission of the offence, he was tried as an adult and was sentenced to death. You can find more details on the case on livelaw.in. The next important update is from the bench of C.J.I. Chandrachud, Justice P.S. Narsimha and Justice J.B. Pardewala in the case of Lok Prahari versus Union of India. The bench dismissed a PIL which challenged the open ballot system for Rajya Sabha elections. The bench was considering a petition filed by the NGO Lok Prahari challenging Rule 39AA of the conduct of election rules 1961. A Division Bench of Justices S. Ravindra Bhatt and Dipankar Datta in the matter of Mohammed Muslim v. State NCT of Delhi while enlarging on bail, an undertrial prisoner who was arrested seven years ago under the NDPS Act for his alleged involvement in peddling a prohibited substance, observed that a plain and literal interpretation of the rigorous conditions under Section 37 of the Act would make granting of bail impossible. It said that laws which impose stringent conditions for grant of bail may be necessary in public interest, yet, if trials are not concluded in time, the injustice wrecked on the individual is immeasurable. In the case of SCBA versus Ministry of Urban Development, the bench of C.J.I. Chandrachud and Justices S.K. Colin P.S. Narsimha held that it could not consider on the judicial side the plea of Supreme Court Bar Association to convert the entirety of 1.33 acres of the land allotted to the top court by the central government as space for lawyers' chambers. The bench noted that the space was allotted to the Supreme Court by the union ministry for various purposes, including the housing of the archives, and that it had to balance the needs of various stakeholders, including lawyers and litigants, for both the present and the future. In a significant verdict, the Supreme Court in the case titled Arup Bhuya v. State of Assam overruled its 2021 judgments, which held that mere membership of a banned association is not sufficient to constitute an offence under the Unlawful Activities Prevention Act or the Terrorism and Disruptive Activities Prevention Act unless it is accompanied with some overt violence. The bench in the matter comprised Justices M.R. Shah, C.T. Ravi Kumar and Sanjay Karol. In the case of Maharashtra Adivasi Thakur Jamaat Swarakshan Samiti versus State of Maharashtra, the Supreme Court bench of Justices S.K. Call, A.S. Oak and Manoj Mishra answered the reference pertaining to the question whether the affinity test is integral to determination of caste status made by the caste scrutiny committee. Answering the question, it said that affinity test was not essential to determine correctness of caste or tribe claim. Next is the case of Anil Kumar versus State of Haryana, where the Supreme Court held that period of parole granted to prisoners during COVID-19 pandemic period to prevent overcrowding of prisoners cannot be counted towards the period of actual imprisonment underwent by the prisoner. The bench deciding the matter comprised Justices M.R. Shah and C.T. Ravi Kumar. In another important update, the Supreme Court bench of Justice M. R. Shah and Justice C. T. Kumar, in the case of Rajendra Kumar Shivas v. State of Madhya Pradesh, directed the MP High Court to comply with the directions of the Apex Court in all India Judges Association case, particularly the one asking the High Court to reserve only 10% seats in the higher judiciary to be filled up by limited departmental competitive examination. In a notable judgment explaining the concept of cause of action under Article 226(2) of the Constitution of India, Justices S. Rabindra Bhatt and Dipankar Datta held in the case of State of Goa versus Summit Online Trade Solutions Private Limited that only those facts which are relevant to the grant of the relief will give rise to cause of action. The Supreme Court has held that a doctor's act of storing small quantities of medicines will not amount to an offence of unauthorised stocking of medicines under Section 18C of Drugs and Cosmetics Act of 1940. This was held in the case of S. Athi Lakshmi v. State by the bench comprising Justices Krishnan Murari and Sudhan Shudhulia. In the case of government of NCT of Delhi through the Secretary, Land and Building Department and another versus KL Rathi Steel Limited, a division bench of the Supreme Court took a divergent view on the scope of review when the judgment relied on in the impugned order and all subsequent judgments that followed, it is eventually overruled by a superior court. While Justice M.R. Shah allowed the review petitions, Justice B.V. Nagratna opined that they were not maintainable and were in the teeth of Explanation to Order 47 Rule 1 of CPC. This provision explains application for review of judgment which categorically states that a fact that the decision on a question of law on which the judgment of the court is based has been reversed or modified by the subsequent decision of a superior court in any other case shall not be a ground for the review of such judgment. In a significant judgment in the case of Madhyamam Broadcasting Limited versus Union of India, boosting the interests of transparency, the Supreme Court held that the state cannot claim absolute immunity from disclosure of materials by merely claiming that they are related to national security. Quashing the decision of the Ministry of Information and Broadcasting to refuse renewal of telecast license for the Malayalam news channel Media One, a bench comprising Chief Justice of India D.Y. Chandrachud and Justice Hima Kohli held that concerns of national security do not permit an absolute abrogation of the principles of natural justice. Next, I would like to tell you about the case of Income Tax Officer versus Vikram Sujit Kumar Bhatia. This was an important judgment on taxation law. The bench comprised Justices M.R. Shah and C.T. Ravi Kumar, and it was held that the amendment brought through Section 153C of Income Tax Act 1961 by the Finance Act 2015 will retrospectively apply to searches conducted prior to the date of the amendment, that is, 1st June 2015. In another notable verdict, the Supreme Court bench comprising Justices Ajay Rastogi and C.T. Ravi Kumar in the case of National Insurance Company Limited versus Harsolia Motors held that an enterprise is not excluded from the definition of consumer under the Consumer Protection Act 1986 merely because it is a consumer enterprise. A commercial enterprise can raise consumer disputes under the Act in relation to any goods purchased or services availed which are not for commercial purposes. To decide whether it is for commercial purpose, it has to be seen if the goods or the services had a close and direct nexus with the profit-generating activity. In the case titled, South Indian Bank Limited versus Naveen Matthew Phillip, the Supreme Court bench comprising Justices Sanjeev Khanna and M.M. Sondoresh deprecated the interference of the high courts in commercial matters, more particularly pertaining to the Sarfasi Act of 2002. It frowned upon borrowers approaching high courts to consider offers to banks. The next important update was from the case titled State of Uttarakhand v. Umesh Kumar Sharma. The Supreme Court was shocked to see police filing closure report in cases where FIR was quashed. Thus, the bench comprising Justices M.R. Shah and C.T. Ravi Kumar observed that police need not file closure reports in cases where criminal proceedings or FIR have been quashed by the High Court. A constitution bench of the Supreme Court comprising Justices K.M. Joseph, Ajay Rastogi, Aniruddh Bose, Rishikesh Roy and C.T. Kumar, answered the reference which pertains to the issue whether the arbitration clause in a contract which is required to be registered and stamped but is not registered and stamped is valid and enforceable. By a majority of 3 is to 2, it was held that arbitration agreement in unstamped contract which is exigible to stamp duty is not enforceable. The title of the case is NN Global Mercantile Private Limited versus Indo-Unique Flame Limited. But you must note that this decision was later overruled by a seven-judge bench in December. The Supreme Court bench comprising Justices V. Ram Subramanian and Pankaj Mittal in the case of State of Gujarat and others versus Dr. P. A. Bhatt held that allopathy doctors and doctors of indigenous medicine cannot be said to be performing equal work so as to be entitled to equal pay. Next is the case of in reference T. N. Godavarvan Tirumulpad versus Union of India. The Supreme Court bench comprising Justices B.R. Gavai, Vikram Nath and Sanjay Karol modified its order dated June 3rd 2022 to the extent that directions in the said order mandating a one kilometer economic sensitive zone around protected forests would not be applicable to the ESA. These, in respect of which a draft and final notification has been issued by the ministry of environment forest and climate change and in respect of the proposals which have been received by the ministry In a notable judgment, the Supreme Court bench comprising Justices Sudhan Shudhulia and J.B. Pardewala held that irretrievable breakdown of marriage can be read as the ground of cruelty under Section 13 of the Hindu Marriage Act for the dissolution of marriage. This was in the case of Sri Rakesh Raman versus Srimati Kavita. Another constitution bench of the Supreme Court in the case Shilpa Seles versus Varun Srinivasan held that it can invoke its special powers under Article 142 of the Constitution of India to grant divorce on the ground of irretrievable breakdown of marriage, which is not yet a statutory recognized ground. It also observed that the court can invoke the special powers under Article 142 to waive the waiting period of six to eight months prescribed for seeking divorce through mutual consent as per Section 13B of the Hindu Marriage Act. Another important observation of the top court came in the case Jasbir Singh and others versus National Investigation Agency, where it was held that an accused person would not be entitled to default bail on the ground that the charge sheet filed against them is without a sanction of valid authority and hence is an incomplete charge sheet. This was delivered by a bench of CJI Chandrachud and Justice JB Pardewala. Thank you for watching. As we conclude this episode, I hope you found our exploration of these significant Supreme Court judgments insightful and enriching. As this was part two, remember, I will soon bring you more such rulings from the last year that shaped the legal framework of our nation. Until then, stay legally updated with LiveLaw.